What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Fellow Show. My name is Kyle. In this video, it is uh, it's July 28th, about 7 p.m. Central Time. We're going to be doing a mock draft. We have the ESPN mock draft lobby fold up here. I'm going to actually share my screen right now and show you guys what we're working with. 12-team PPR, just your standard head-to-head league here, ESPN. We're going to be drafting from the ninth spot tonight. Uh, we got a few guys in the lobby with us that are going to be drafting as well. So shout out to Justin. It looks like Justin's going to be in the 10 spot. So uh, I'm right next to him. I have pick nine. He's got pick 10. Uh, so Justin's in the 10. Uh, shout out to Harris. Thanks for hanging out with us tonight. And then we got Aiden. Uh, Aiden's going to be chilling in the two spot. Hope you're feeling well, buddy. I hope you had a, a successful appendix uh, surgery the other day, but it sounds like you're all good to go. And uh, yeah, man, we <laughs> we'll see. Aiden's going to be on a loose. Aiden's going to be on a loose draft tonight. So we'll see what kind of stuff he can he can dream up tonight. But uh, we also have my buddy Matt Bain chilling in the pick 12 here. So we'll kind of monitor these guys throughout the draft. Uh, and then yeah, we got about a minute to start here. Just some housekeeping before. If you guys want to check out the 2022 draft kit, there's links in the description below. You're going to get access to all my projections. Uh, we'll be going through my projections, you know, throughout the video tonight, just showing you guys where I kind of have things ranked. Uh, but 15 bucks, check out the 2022 draft kit. And again, uh, I'll be updating the, the website uh, probably tomorrow and over the weekend, just because the first week of training camp, there's a lot of news and updates. But uh, I got my my projections, my rankings, my cheat sheets, and some bonus articles and things there for you. So uh, check that out. And then if you are drafting from the nine spot, this video can be for you. But otherwise, I do have a playlist here of all of the drafts that I've done so far. I've gone one through nine. We're going to continue on Thursday next week. Uh, we can pick 10, but I got tons of drafts and best balls for you guys to check out. So check that stuff out. And uh, yeah, let's get into it. 15 seconds here for the the draft. And yeah, training camp, man, it's been drinking from a fire hose, essentially. There's so much news going on and things to stay on top of. It looked like DK Metcalf just got paid. Uh, I think it was a three-year, $72 million deal. So he's good to go. I think Debo's the last the last big one to get draft or to get signed. So uh, we'll see if he can make it. But anyways, the draft has begun. Jonathan Taylor, the first pick off the board. And uh, uh, the, the thumbnail guy was Najee Harris for tonight. I have to be honest. I do not love Najee Harris in the first round this year. I think he looks better as a round two pick. Uh, I might take him here. Actually, it's Devontae Adams. My bad. Najee Harris was the last one. So we have Devontae uh, at the nine overall ranking player here. I, again, I don't love Devontae Adams. I actually have him just outside my top 12. I've met 14. So I might zig. Uh, probably won't get Devonte Adams on the turn, but uh, I, I could I could maybe do a receiver there. I do like Stephon Diggs a little bit more than I like Devonte Adams at that spot. So we'll see what we do. Looks like Aiden went with Cooper Cup here at the two spot to start his draft, uh, followed by Christian McCaffrey, and we got uh, we got David with us tonight. David Sasaho. I'm not sure if I'm saying his last name right, but he's in the lobby with us tonight, drafting from the three spot. He starts with Christian McCaffrey. So uh, it's I'm super grateful for everyone to uh, to hang out and get in these mock draft lobbies with us. It's fun to uh, just interact with you guys and see what you guys are cooking up with your with your ideas. And uh, we're almost up to pick here at the nine spot. Uh, I, I don't I have to say I, I but if you would have asked me about a month ago, I would have said I did not love the back end of the first round, but it's starting to become kind of fun because I really like the round two. I think there's a, kind of a cutoff like uh, right in like the 17th or 18th overall pick. That's where it gets, you know, there's kind of a drop off in first, you know, tier talent. But it seems to me like there's maybe 15, 16 guys that have a first round pick, uh, you know, eligible, uh, I guess, tag on them. So we'll, we'll see if we can grab two of my guys. Uh, top four seems easy like that. And yeah, the uh, for sure, the, there's kind of like a clear top five. It, it's the two receivers, Cooper Cup and JJ. Uh, and then you have JT, McCaffrey, and Eckler. Those are kind of the consensus top five. And uh, we got it right. Thanks, David. Thanks for hanging out with us tonight. 
And yeah, Najee Harris at the sixth spot. Again, I don't I don't love Najee Harris. There's a couple factors for that. I think the team has already hinted at Najee maybe losing some work, uh, which is weird, but they have just the worst offensive line in the league. Uh, I just, I don't know if I trust it. He looks better as a running back too, but we're up to pick. I missed on Chase. I missed on Diggs. Uh, so maybe maybe I do stick with Devontae Adams in this one. I guess I can make a case. I do feel better about Devontae being my wide receiver too, but it's it's hard to ignore the excitement there in Las Vegas with Devontae and Derek Carr and that fun offense there. Uh, and just think about all the AFC West shootouts that you're going to get access to. So I'll go ahead and slap Devontae Adams. I guess Derek Henry, Dalvin Cook, those are the running backs in play. But we'll get Devontae. We'll start with the wide receiver here and see what we can what we can drum up here. But I, I like Devontae. In terms of my wide receiver rankings, I mean, I have him up here as wide receiver six, uh, basically two points behind CeeDee Lamb. So I, I guess in a way, uh, I, I do have a clear top four, Cup, Jefferson, Chase, and Diggs at the top of my list here. If I can get one of those guys at nine, I'm totally doing it. Uh, but we'll see what we can do with Devontae Adams here. And uh, <laughs> Aiden's going to grab his ETN. And, man, I've, I've been watching a lot of the Jags camp reports and it seems like the defense had a day-to-day but the offense was pretty on point yesterday so there's some optimism in Jacksonville uh, but after I take Devonte Adams um, you see uh, yeah, there we go Justin gets Derrick Henry can't can't complain with Derrick Henry and it's, if you're nervous about Derrick Henry winding down or they're getting hurt or just the Tennessee offense in general it's really easy to handcuff Derrick Henry at the end of the draft so uh, I think you can build a case that Henry's going to be his typical Derrick Henry self. He's a full year removed from his injury. I think he's going to be fine. Uh, Dalvin Cook goes round one, pick 11. And CeeDee Lamb, Matt Bain gets CeeDee Lamb and Joe Mixon. So that's a nice, uh, you know, balanced start there, running back wide receiver. So you like that. Uh, and then Justin is back up on the board here. And this is where it gets interesting. There's a lot of guys I like on this board here. Uh, Aaron Jones would have been a nice pick, but uh, it looks like people are starting to come along to Aaron Jones being a top five, top 10 fringe back there. So Aaron Jones looking good. Uh, I just want to shout out, if you guys are new to the Fantasy Fellowship, definitely subscribe, help us get our numbers up, like the video, all that good stuff. Uh, I'm back on the board here. Devontae Adams is our guy. We missed on Mixon, Jones, and Swift. I would have loved one of those running backs on the turnaround here, but I'm looking at, I, I like Debo, I like Fournette, Tyreek Hill, Alvin Kamara, Javante, James Conner, Akers, Evans. Nothing I really, really love here. Uh, I think I might... Just because I think there's a statistical or strategical advantage to getting a guy like Mike Evans as our wide receiver too, uh, so I'm gonna go ahead and do that. And I just I know I know they signed Julio. Uh, I, I like Julio Jones. I just I don't think it's gonna affect Mike Evans too much. He's gonna be the lead dog. He's the healthiest receiver on the team besides Russell Gage. Uh, and getting Mike Evans there, I do have Mike as my uh, wide receiver seven. So we got my six and seven. Ranked wide receivers here. We'll pound some running backs at some point here. Maybe we get a guy to fall to us in the third. Uh, but yeah, I like what I got going there. And yeah, Swift and King, solid running backs. Can't complain. And especially like, so with the way Justin did it, he's in the uh, in the 10th spot. He gets DeAndre Swift with Derrick Henry. And I think uh, kind of like what I was saying about Mike Evans in my wide receiver two spot, he would be a wide receiver one for most people, but he's a wide receiver two on my team, which is really, really strong. He's going to be better than almost any, anyone else's wide receiver two. And then with Justin, I mean, he goes and gets Derrick Henry and then he comes back with DeAndre Swift. DeAndre Swift is a, he's a candidate to be a top five, top 10 running back in PPR leagues. And uh, that's a, it's, it's a huge advantage. Uh, that RB2 spot for Justin's going to be really, really strong. So he's going, uh, he's going double RB. I'm going double receiver, kind of complementing each other. Not, we're not going to be – hopefully we're not going to be uh, badgering each other throughout the draft here as we, we nip players 
Uh, but we'll keep it moving here. After I take Mike Evans, you see T. Higgins go. I, I'm a big T. Higgins fan, round two, pick five. Leonard Fournette, it seems like he reported at camp. You know, practices are going for all the teams now. Leonard Fournette reportedly came in at 245 pounds. So it sounds like he is in a good shape. Uh, good playing shape. And it sounds like he even wants to get down a little bit more. He's got the whole month of August to do so. So Leonard Fournette, solid running back. Uh, he looks good as a running back too, uh, for sure. Uh, but man, to get him in the second round makes a lot of sense. I like Tampa Bay picks right now. Debo Samuel, hopefully he gets his contract done soon. Tyreek Hill and then Alvin Kamara, still unsure what's going to happen with Kamara and his suspension, but it sounds more and more like there might be a suspension in 2023. So who knows, maybe a full season of Kamara. Uh, yeah, pretty much. I, I, I really like the wide receivers early this year. I, I'm starting to like some of the guys in the seventh and eighth rounds, which we'll get to at some point. But, uh, I think, I think the depth of running back this year is extremely strong, uh, especially like round seven through about 11, 12. I, I like a lot of those guys there. So we'll snag some darts. Uh, and yeah, Tampa can't go wrong. T Higgins a little bit early as far as players you take over T Higgins. I mean, maybe Fournette's. Uh, I'm, I kind of view Tyree kill and Jalen Waddle similar to like, uh, a situation, you know, where you're, you're getting a good, a good number two receiver. Uh, but I can't really figure out, uh, who I would take over T Higgins at that point. Maybe Kelsey, Travis, Kel that's a great pick there by David. Uh, David comes in and lands Travis Kelsey. He gets CMC and Travis Kelsey. And I actually, I mean, I have, uh, if we look at my flex rankings, I got, I got Travis Kelsey as my 10th best player. So that probably would have been a good move there. And I don't know why ESPN has him so low, but Travis Kelsey, you get him at the end of round two. I think that probably was the best value pick of the draft. So good job on David for that part. Uh, after Kelsey, you see Javante Williams. I love that pick for Aiden. Uh, and then you get James Conner, Cam Akers. Cam Akers is kind of high on the list here for ESPN. He's usually a fourth round pick in a lot of the best ball drafts that I do. Uh, then there's Saquon Barkley, Nick Chubb, Keenan Allen. And uh, I'll tell you what, Aiden's, Aiden's got some hammers, man. Javante, Barkley, and Cooper Cup. I like those running backs. That's this really strong duo. I think people are starting to come around to the Giants offense actually being kind of fun this year. It sounds like their, their training camp has been pretty hot. Uh, all the receivers, uh, Saquon Barkley in the running game and the passing game. Um, so I like I like Saquon as your RB2 looks pretty, pretty appetizing. But we're almost up to pick here. Uh, guys at the top of my list, I got DJ Moore for receivers, Jalen Waddle, AJ Brown. There's some running backs I like here, but man, I think if I can get my guy here, hopefully this team John doesn't take him. But I'm all aboard the Michael Pittman train. Um, it's keep in mind, so the Indianapolis Colts. I, I always thought Julio Jones would be a good spot there because of the connection with Matt Ryan, but they didn't even like they didn't even lift up that rock to see if Julio Jones wanted to come play. They are happy with their receivers. They are happy with Matt Ryan. They are very content with what they have already on the roster. So uh, to me, Michael Pittman Jr. We get sniped. Team John gets my Michael Pittman Jr. So okay, we'll have to pivot here. Um, anyways, two wide receivers. Sure, Mark Andrews. I, I don't mind the value there. You got Waddle, AJ Brown. Uh, I still like a couple guys on the board here. So I'm going to go ahead and get A.J. Brown to be my wide receiver three. And uh, I'll tell you why. Um, A.J. Brown, I have him lower on my rankings. He's not a very high ranked receiver for me just because of the volume of the passing there. But uh, I just this is kind of his floor. I think he's a wide receiver, too. And he's going to you know, when A.J. Brown blows up, he's going to he's going to put up some 30 point bangers with Jalen Hurts. Um, and, and I guess to get AJ Brown as my wide receiver three, I feel pretty strongly about that. He's going to be a top 20 wide receiver at minimum. So I like that move. And then of course you're getting some access to uh, Jalen hurts and the Philadelphia Eagles. So, so far so good. And yeah, I, I'm, I'm a fan of the giants right now, but uh, after I take AJ Brown, 
you see Justin get another. The tight ends are, are low in ESPN's rankings here. Kyle Pitts and Waller are the next best available. Uh, but it looks like uh, Team 66 here, Justin gets his uh, running back set, Henry and Swift. And then he comes back with Mark Andrews. So uh, can't knock Mark Andrews was the tight end one last year. I think his numbers are going to come down a little bit just because he saw a huge boost of volume when Tyler Huntley came in. Like Lamar only targeted him maybe like eight times per game, but Huntley was firing him at like 11, 12 times per game. So it's a little bit skewed. I do like Lamar. Mark Andrews is the wide receiver one on the Ravens anyway. So uh, locking in the tight end is not a bad way to start your day. And then uh, Josh Allen, round three, pick 11. Matt Bain comes in. Let's check out Matt Bain's team at the 12 hole. He gets Joe Mixon and C.D. Lamb to start his draft. Comes back with Mike Williams and Terry McLaurin, uh, two of my favorite wide receivers. You can tell he, he watches the fellowship stuff. But uh, <laughs> Mike Williams, Terry McLaurin, both potential wide receiver ones. And uh, C.D. Lamb. So he's he's got a really strong receiving group here. And Joe Mixon to anchor his running back room. So I like what Matt Bain's brewing up there. We'll see what Justin does here at 39. But a lot of players I like here on the, in the fourth round, um, guys that speak to me. Uh, I, I probably like Waddle. We'll see if if Justin lets Waddle slide to me. I'm not taking J.K. Dobbins. I'm not taking I'm not taking Deontay Jacobs Gibson. I might be looking at Brandon Cooks here. That definitely interests me a little bit. Uh, <laughs> we'll see what we can find here. As far as stacking, I don't need to reach on a quarterback quite yet. Um, <laughs> And uh, we'll see here. Justin's on the board. He missed Jalen Waddle. I kind of like Brees Hall. If Brees Hall is going to slide to me, he can be my anchor running back. I have him projected as a low running back too. Uh, where is my Brees? I got Brees Hall right here as RB20. Uh, I do have a couple RBs a little bit higher. Maybe Travis Etienne could be a little fun PPR running back here. Uh, but we're on the board right now. Etienne's a little bit lower here. I'm not going to get him on the turn. Uh, but I'll tell you what. Um, in this format, I will go ahead and take, I'm going to collect Brees Hall and there's really strong history and evidence as, as to like the first running back off the board in like the real NFL draft. He's usually a pretty damn good fantasy player. He, he's, uh, I mean, you consider Najee Harris last year and Ezekiel Elliott the year, but like a couple of years before, uh, strong, strong, you know, strong tendency to be a good running back. And I know it's the Jets. There's some optimism there with the Jets, though. And I just think Brees Hall is going to get enough touches. We don't have a running back. He's going to be a he's going to be a good guy for us to anchor our lineup. So we'll leave him in there, and uh, we'll move it on into the fourth round. And as the fifth round comes along, we'll look at a couple guys here. But there's a lot of players I like here on the fourth round list. Brandon Cooks, Metcalf, Amon Ross, St. Brown. If you want to get a quarterback, Mahomes is still out there. Uh, I do like the – I'm a huge – if you guys watch my stuff, you guys know I like Cortland Sutton more than Jerry Judy. Uh, it's it's Judy's kind of closing the gap, I think, in, in some of my my mind, but uh, I do think Cortland Sutton's the best receiver to own in Denver. And then, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens here. Uh, let me check and see what we got. So after Brees Hall, you see Travis Etienne go, Kyle Pitts. Uh, Kyle Pitts, round four, pick six. That, that does make good sense to me there. I think you're essentially getting the number one wide receiver in Atlanta. I know it's Marcus Mariota, but man, this team, how many wins for, what do you guys think? How many wins for Atlanta in the comments? Like Atlanta's maybe going to win four, five, six games. Um, they're going to be passing the ball a lot, I think. Still don't have a good defense, not really a strong running game either. So Kyle Pitts can be a thousand yard tight end again for you. Hopefully more than one touchdown this year. I think that was his problem last year, just not enough touchdowns. And yeah, ETN, uh, ETN already off the board. He went right after me. And if, it, if 
I mean, if I'm being honest, like at round when I picked Brees Hall, I, Travis Etienne was my other option there. I think he's going to be a force uh, as a pass catcher for the Jacksonville Jags. And uh, he's going to be the leading running back. I know James Robinson's back and practicing and stuff, but I, I, as of right now, it's going to be James Robinson as kind of the backup. And uh, they'll kind of ease him back in, I think, along the, the first you know month or two of September. And yeah, I like that too. ATL worst in the league, two wins, four max. I think, yeah, I can see four or five at the at the high end here, but man, like that, they they can maybe compete with Carolina. I think the Saints and the Bucks are going to wipe them out. So as far as the the vision goes, they can maybe steal one against Carolina. I don't know who else they play this year, but I appreciate that, Justin. But yeah, Atlanta, just not a team I, I love for for fantasy. I I like Drake London and Kyle Pitts for dynasty purposes, but uh, we really need to see a, a potential QB one locked in there. We still don't know about Desmond Ritter. Uh, but who knows? Maybe Mariota can surprise us this year and, and, and run around and, and get some some bonus points. But let's take a look and see what David's up to here. Uh, he's got uh, McCaffrey, Nick Chubb, Cortland Sutton, Darnell Mooney, and Travis Kelsey. This is looking really, really sexy here. He's got a uh, very well-balanced start here. He's got some flash, you know, top 15, top 20 receivers, potential RB1 in Christian McCaffrey. And, and Nick Chubb, we know he's a damn good running back. We just got to see what happens with Deshaun Watson. Uh, but as it's shaping up to me in the fifth round here, a lot of players I like on the board still. Uh, I don't want to reach on anybody at this point with all this ADP going on. But uh, I do see uh, there's Jerry Judy sitting there. Let me know if it, like in most leagues, I think in most leagues, ESPN settings are a little weird uh, because you only have one flex for the most part. I play in leagues where you can either start three receivers and a flex. Uh, or you can start two flexes. So for me to grab another receiver here, I think that does uh, look really good here. No running backs really stick out at this point. Gibson, Mitchell, Cordero, Hunt, uh, a lot of these guys here. I might do a crazy reach on a running back here just because I know I want them, but uh, we'll see. Uh, Judy, Herbert, Cooper, I'm, I'm into these guys, but I think I'm going to lock in a running back here coming up just because I know, I know Justin will steal him from me if I do not take him. And uh, after Team John goes here, I'll, I'll make that announcement of the pick here. Uh, but some really fun – look at all the wide receivers here in the fifth. Starting with DK Metcalf, Allen Robinson, Darnell Mooney, Marquise Brown. You got Amon Ross, St. Brown, Rashad Bateman. A lot of fun upside wide receivers. And these guys are probably all like wide receiver threes in your fantasy roster, but uh, they all have you know top 20 upside I think for sure. I'm going to go ahead and get – uh, my guy here, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and get A.J. Dillon. He's, he's one of my favorite players. He's my most drafted player so far this season. And uh, with A.J. Dillon, you're getting a guy that can get you, you know, rushing and receiving. He's going to be about a 1,200 to 1,300-yard player, and it's really about the touchdowns this year. If he lands in the end zone 10-plus times, he's going to be a strong top 15, top 16 running back. And I think his floor, I mean, the, the, the dude's going to get 12 to 15 touches per game. You got to think the Packers with their new defense-minded, you know, philosophy and the lack of receiving weapons, you're going to see more emphasis with Jones and Dylan being the primary ball carriers and, and receiving weapons as well. So to get AJ Dylan, I think he's got low-end RB2 upside, a floor of you know 10, 11 PPR points, and then when he scores touchdowns, it's going to be pretty good. So Brees Hall, AJ Dylan locking it down for us at the running back spots, and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I, I knew Justin would would snag AJ Dillon there on me. So the, the ESPN ADP, I, I really like ESPN. Their ADP is a little bit, a little bit. It needs a little work yet, if you know what I mean. So we'll see what happens there. But anyways, so far so good. I think uh, I, I want to mention the quarterbacks available right now uh, because a handful of good, the, 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 the elite guys went. You know, you got your Josh Allen, your Herberts, your Mahomes. 
uh, off the board already. But in the sixth round, I think this is one of my favorite quarterback rounds. Lamar, Murray, those are two of the top tier rushing quarterbacks uh, available right now. Murray just got paid. I don't know how you guys feel about Kyler Murray. Let me know in the comments. But Kyler Murray is an interesting guy. Lamar Jackson, another interesting guy as well. Uh, but because I, I, when I made this pick in the third round, I already knew what I was going to do in the sixth round, and I'm going to go ahead and get Jalen Hurts. So I have Jalen Hurts stacked with A.J. Brown uh, as my quarterback one there. I'm, I'm very high on Jalen Hurts. All the reports coming out of Philadelphia are super, super positive about Jalen Hurts. I actually have him up here as my QB4, and he's not – I mean, he's in a tier for me with Murray Mahomes – and a couple other guys. I think Josh Allen and Herbert are the elite quarterback ones options this year. But after that, go and get yourself a running quarterback, whether it's Murray, Hurts, uh, even Wilson, Mahomes. Those guys like to run a little bit and Lamar Jackson as well. So I locked in Jalen Hurts to be my QB1. And basically our starting lineup is filled. I need a tight end for sure, but uh, we'll, we'll find someone later at that point. And now we'll start to kind of fill out our bench depth, maybe get some more running backs, uh, and then there's a there's a couple of receivers that I want to get to. We'll see if uh, if we get sniped on some of them. But so far, so good. Um, and yeah, this is a my team's a high upside team. I really like the wide receivers, Devonte Evans and AJ Brown. The running backs, it, it looks weak on paper, but I think Brees Hall and AJ Dillon by the end of the season they'll find a way to be in the top twenty of running backs. And then Jalen Hurts for me, uh, Jalen Hurts is a deal breaker. You want to get Jalen Hurts on your team. And yeah, Kyler, Kyler's interesting because it, it seems like he has a tendency to just ball out in September in parts of October. And this is just how it's been the last few years. They, the Cardinals get off to a hot start. Murray's putting up fantasy numbers. Uh, and then he kind of he kind of falls off in November a little bit. And then he kind of comes back in December. And we'll see if that happens again this year. But I think there's some, some possibility for that to be more consistent this year. You talk about DeAndre Hopkins, who's suspended for the first six games. He's going to come back, you know, end of October and add some juice to that offense. So that could be kind of fun. Uh, but either way, rushing quarterbacks are the elite fantasy QB options uh, going forward this year. So we locked in Hurts. Choose your preference. Lamar, Hurts, Kyler Murray. Try and get one of those guys. Um, <laughs> let's check out. Uh, let's see what Aiden's got brewing here from the two spot. Uh, he came back with uh, he ended up getting Darren Waller really cheap. Uh, and Juju Smith-Schuster. I love that. He gets my Christian Kirk, damn it. I was really patient. I didn't want to say Christian Kirk's name, but Christian Kirk's quickly becoming one of my favorite wide receiver targets in the seventh or eighth round. And uh, on, on ESPN, he's about a seventh round ADP. You're, you're getting the number one receiver for Trevor Lawrence. He's going to lead the team in receptions. He's going to you know, probably approach almost 80 to 90 total catches. And uh, I think as far as his weekly floor, you're, you're going to be getting a guy that's going to get six, seven catches per game on the most uh, on most weekends, and probably a top twenty-four receiver. And again, he's be, he's being off the board at you know wide receiver like thirty prices. So I like I like Christian Kirk a lot right now. And yeah, Chris Godwin, interesting, interesting guy. He goes uh, looks like Justin grabbed Chris Godwin early. It sounds like he has an opportunity to play week one, which is super surprising. I mean, he tore his ACL in December of last year. Usually nine months out, a player can start playing, which puts him kind of right in September. Uh, but it's it's difficult. Uh, a guy coming off his, his ACL injury, he's not going to be himself right away. Uh, we've seen a lot of guys just kind of have a so-so a, a year in their first year back from an ACL. But I think Godwin, he's a young ascending player. He could be a guy that, you know, kind of bucks the trend and outperforms uh, that notion a little bit. And again, you're attaching yourself to Tom Brady. Uh, Chris Godwin's a hell of a player. Even if you even if you just draft Chris Godwin in the sixth round and you just, 
make sure you get another player that you could sub in uh, that first month or so while he gets his feet underneath him. And yeah, Aiden, Aiden missed ETN, so he had to go get Christian Kirk. Can't uh, can't knock that one. That's a good call. Uh, oh no, David got Tyler Lockett. Uh, round seven. Oh man, let's let's see what David did here. Oh man, and you could have had Tyler Murray too. I think I would have just landed in the the quarterback room there because I mean at this point in the draft, like the quarterbacks available, like Kyler Murray, Tom Brady. Burrow Wilson, like a lot of these guys are slam dunk picks. And if you're if you're making a pick between a fringe wide receiver, whether it's whether it's Adam Thielen or Elijah Mitchell, Tyler Lockett, Devin Singletary, a lot of these guys, you know, they have some downside and they have some question marks. But the quarterbacks in round six, seven, and eight are phenomenal. I mean, uh, if I didn't get Jalen Hurts, I was going to line up Tom Brady because I, I think Brady's getting a little bit slept on right now. And I think, again, I'm just filtered by all positions. Look at the quarterbacks at the top of the board here. Brady, Rodgers, Burrow, Wilson. These guys are all top values uh, on the list right now. So I like what they got brewing. Uh, I'm on the board next. There's really nothing that sticks out. I do like me some Clyde edwards Elaire though. He's ranked 85th here. We're picking 81st on the board. He's the top running back ranked available. I think people are kind of people are sleeping on Clyde edwards Alaire. He's going to be a big piece in the Chiefs offense. Going to lead the team in carries and, and probably running back receptions. And uh, he did put up a lot of double-digit games last year. And keep in mind, he... He had that weird, was it the gallbladder removed or something last summer? And he dropped a lot of weight and uh, he just didn't have the season that we wanted him to have really the last two seasons. He hasn't really been himself. So I'll put him on the bench. And now I have Brees Hall, AJ Dillon and Clyde Edwards Alaire in my running back wheelhouse to, to whip out. So I kind of like that group there. Um, I think I'm forced to draft this QB uh murray but i wanted to get that wilson sutton stack and yeah we you're gonna have to get wilson on the come around here i think round uh round eight for russell wilson that to me that's one of my favorite uh, again round eight if you if you just evaluate the field round eight you can get tom brady joe burrow russell wilson uh again i, I love taking those rushing quarterbacks in the sixth round but the value two rounds later you can get uh some potential top five running backs uh and yeah see clyde edwards alaire man uh, one of my favorite, the, the opportunity cost is so low. He costs a seventh round pick these days. So it, it's very easy and reasonable to get a guy. I got him in the eighth round, my bad. So Clyde Edwards, Alaire, eighth round, sign me up. Uh, but anyways, we are moving and grooving here. A lot of good quarterbacks left on the board. As far as running backs, again, I mentioned at the beginning of the show, I like a lot of the running backs in this range. I mean, their ADPs are suppressed, but Damien Harris, James Robinson, we don't know when he's going to be, you know, ready to, to fully go. Uh, but Rashad Penny, I know Justin loves Rashad Penny uh, more. I, I, I'm not taking Kenneth Walker. I'm interested in Penny. Uh, but there's some high upside running backs here available yet. So maybe we pivot uh, as far as the wide receivers. Maybe maybe you grab your favorite rookie wide receiver here in the eighth or ninth round, whether that's Traylon Burks, Chris Olave, Garrett Wilson. There's a lot of fun, high upside picks here. Uh, I'm kind of surprised. I don't see this player here. Did Alan Lazard go off the board yet? Because he is, I mean, he's the Packers' number one wide receiver. And if he's available, it looks like he was drafted. I don't know when he was drafted, but that would have been a, a really strong pick. Tight ends on the board. Hawkinson, Goddard, we'll wait on that. Let me go ahead and grab my favorite rookie wide receiver here. Uh, that's going to be Chris Olave. I just want to get a good part. Uh, I know Michael Thomas is back. He's going to command a lot of the defense. Uh, of their focus, but Chris Olave, he's a guy that's been flying up draft boards. He's uh, a top 100 pick these days, so I like uh, I like him a lot. Oh, okay, Lazard just went, yeah, round eight pick two. That would have been my pick. I, getting Alan Lazard in the eighth round feels kind of stupid these days, but 
Um, so far, so good. We have uh, a little bit of wait till we get to our next pick. So let's check in and see. Uh, let's see what Justin's got brewing here. He's got Derrick Henry, DeAndre Swift. Uh, he ended up with, uh, who is that Deontay Johnson? Yep, Deontay Johnson, Amari Cooper. So some value wide receivers. He started wide res uh, running back heavy. So to get Deontay and Cooper, it's got to feel pretty good. Uh, Mark Andrews, Chris Godwin. And then he collects Tony Pollard and Rashad Penny. So some really strong running backs to put on the bench. Maybe maybe that's what he does. If, if Godwin's not ready for week one, he can pull up one of these running backs that, he, uh, that he's got on his bench. Let's check out. Uh, let's see what Matt Bames got brewing. He's got the Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon stack. He's uh, he's all Joe go here. Uh, Antonio Gibson. I'm not a huge Antonio Gibson fan. I think he can be fine as a running back too, but you're going to have some boom and bust weeks. Uh, CD Lamb, Mike Williams. We love those picks. George Kittle. Can't really complain about George Kittle. He's going to be a top five threat at the tight end position. And then McLaurin and Devonta Smith. So good bench depth there for Devonta. Let's see what David's got brewing here. Uh, so he completed the stack. He's got his Russell Wilson, Cortland Sutton stack. I love that. I, th I think Russell Wilson's probably being slept on a little bit too much in ADP and, and in other formats right now. Wilson, to me, again, he's my QB6. Um, so I, I love what Denver's got brewing there. McCaffrey, Chubb, lockdown running backs. Mm, Sutton, Mooney, Travis Kelsey, can't knock those. Drake London in the flex is interesting. And then you got Tyler Lockett and Elijah Moore. So he's got some fun. That's going to be a fun little weekly battle for who to start at the flex each week. We'll see which one emerges. But uh, these guys are all, you know, fringe top 36 wide receivers this year. I feel pretty strong about his bench options there. And then Aiden with his Javante Williams, Saquon Barkley start. Uh, he's got Cooper Cup, Allen Robinson. Interesting. So he's he's probably he's going for Matt Stafford. I think that's the clear move here. He's sitting and waiting for Matthew Stafford to complete that stack. Got Darren Waller, Juju Smith-Schuster. I like this build. This is a really, this is a really solid build here. And then Kirk Burks and Ayuk on the bench. So he's going to have to snag some running backs eventually. But I like what uh, I like the thought process of this team so far. So I'll pivot back to my squad. And uh, at this point, we still don't have a tight end. There's a handful of guys that I still like out there. Uh, Jasicki, not interested in Jasicki. Pat Freiman's going to be okay. He's probably going to lead that team in receiving touchdowns. Uh, Hunter Henry can be a fun touchdown uh, option as well as Dawson Knox. Tons of tight ends available yet, so I'm probably going to wait on that. Let's go ahead and look around here. Russell Gage is still out there, um, and, and I know they just signed Julio. If if they didn't, if we would have looked at the ADP last week, Russell Gage was like a seventh round pick, and they paid him a three year deal, a, a good chunk of money for him to be there. And I just think. Uh, Again, if Godwin is slow to get off the, the blocks week one, Russell Gage is still going to be a wide receiver and three wide receiver sets. And I, I would imagine Russell Gage plays more than Julio Jones. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, and get the – keep in mind, Tom Brady handpicked Russell Gage to be a slot receiver. So I know I have Mike Evans. I'll, I'll take Russell Gage and see what can happen there. Uh, but I'm feeling pretty strongly about that. As I look at the running backs, and yeah, I, I should have probably – uh, Justin went and snagged my James Cook. I was hoping to get him on the comeback, but I should have known with Justin uh, in the in the chat here that he would have uh, he would have targeted him. So yeah, James Cook, uh, one of the best. Uh, if you just think about like running backs that you want to put on your bench, uh, there's a lot of rookie running backs that can be fun to put on your bench. But you're talking about James Cook, one of the best pass catching rookie running backs. Uh, paired with Josh Allen, and uh, the writing was on the wall when they tried to sign J.D. McKissick. They put an offer on him. J.D. McKissick changed his mind and went back to Washington. They have a, a need for a pass-catching running back. Devin Singletary, 
strong running back and not a really great passing back. So I think James Cook is a guy that could be, you know, used in the slot, could get a lot of swing passes, could be the third down back. I think in PPR, uh, putting James Cook on your bench uh, could be a potential uh, league winning move. So that's a lot of fun here. Uh, hopefully nobody steals this Matt Stafford. We'll see if, if Aiden Tobin can get him on the comeback here as he's trying to complete that, that fat stack. Uh, but so far, so good. And uh, yeah, we still need a tight end. But as I mentioned, uh, tight ends, if you don't get one of the top five or six guys, I think I'm just going to run it till empty. Uh, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna run it till empty. If you don't get a top five guy, all the tight ends at the back of the draft, I, I, I'm totally interested. At that point, I just want my eight to 10 PPR points and call it a day. Uh, but we'll see what we do here with this next pick. Got a, got a Justin's uh, in ahead of me here, so we'll see if he snipes you from my guy. Uh, I will say I'm, I'm, I'm probably as far as the receivers in this part of the draft. I like Jacoby, Kenny Galladay, a lot of these guys. You know, I can poke some holes into some of these players. Um, I'm going to go ahead and take a running back next, though, because there's some high-profile guys here that I just want to make sure I get on my team. And uh, because I got sniped on Michael Pittman Jr. earlier in the draft, I want to get myself uh, probably the second-leading passer or re receiver in the Indianapolis Colts offense, and that's Naheem Hines. And uh, because I got Brees Hall, A.J. Dillon, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, I don't need Naheem Hines to be my starter, but uh, I have a feeling Naheem Hines is going to be set up for a bounce-back season with uh, Matt Ryan. Let me just show you guys. Uh, he was underutilized last year. He had basically it was his career worst, almost his career worst season as a pro. Uh, but for the most part, he's had 63 receptions in two seasons. I think we're going to probably come back to more of that where he's going to be uh, probably the second or third leading guy in receptions on the Colts. And uh, hopefully he gets those touchdowns. He saw 2020 where he caught, uh, he had seven total touchdowns. So if, if Matt Ryan's moving the ball more and dumping it off, I think I like, uh, I think I like what I get there with Naheem Hines on my bench. So we're moving and grooving here. I have three more bench spots to fill a tight end yet defense kicker. I'm probably going to go and target two tight ends left. Uh, I feel pretty good about my, my wide receiver group. I have five, solid wide receivers that I don't mind. And I do have four solid running backs. So we'll see what we can get from here on out. Uh, let's see what, uh, I guess let's check in and see what Matt Bame did with his two picks. He snagged Jarvis Landry and Michael Carter. I like both of those picks. Those are high upside bench guys. Michael Carter could be a guy that, you know, he's, he's a really good pass catching back. I'm not sure how the duo is going to work between Brees and Michael Carter. They kind of compared them to like a Batman Robin approach. So we'll see. And you got to think it. it all the all the coaching staff there is kind of a transplant from San Francisco, so it's kind of that running back uh, group mentality. So I like Michael Carter there on the bench. Anything can happen with that. Let's check in and see what David's got brewing as he's on the clock. Uh, he got Christian Watson. Uh, interesting pick. I'm a little as a Packer fan. I'm a little little bummed on Christian Watson that he's not practicing. He had a little bit of a knee surgery in June. Uh, but it sounds like it's minor, not a big deal. Hopefully he can get on the practice field. Uh, but you're just talking about a high upside guy. And what David's got brewing here is in that flex spot, he's going to have some fun competition between London, Lockett, Elijah Moore, Christian Watson. He's just throwing some daggers there. And, and, and if one of them hits, great. You know, that that's not a bad way to do things. Is uh, If you have a weak spot in your lineup, get a bunch of guys that could compete for that spot and, and see what happens here. Let's see what Aiden's got. Aiden's chirping down here with the trade chips. Uh, he's got uh, a bunch of wide receivers on this bench. Christian Kirk, Traylon Burks, Brandon Ayuk, Sky Moore. I like both those rookie wide receivers. And then Tyler Algier, uh, a sleeper running back who uh, he's looked good in camp the first two days. It sounds, it sounds like he actually might lead the team in running back carries. 
because they want to keep Cordero Patterson fresh for the full year. So the report is uh, Cordero is going to be more used as a wide receiver this year. He's still going to get maybe eight to 10 carries per game, uh, but they want to limit his touches and keep him in high efficient situations. So uh, you're going to see probably Tyler Algier be the banger between the tackles most games and Cordero Patterson get some of the high leverage touches. Uh, but we're on deck here. I see my pick. Uh, I don't I don't want to announce it too early here, but I have uh, I had, think we have successfully navigated the tight end waters. I'm going to go ahead and get I don't have a Buffalo Bill piece. And you, if you're playing fantasy football, you want to collect some of the best players on some of the best teams. And Buffalo, I think most people would agree Buffalo is one of the offenses you want to target. So I'll, I'll slap Dawson Knox on my team here. I, I'm trying to remember where Dawson Knox finished last year. He did miss a few games, but man, he was highly productive. Big red zone touchdown target. He was tight end 11 last year. He missed two games uh, in a points per game basis. Let's see where he ended up being. Uh, tight end 10. So I, I feel good about that. We waited on tight end, uh, almost ran it empty, and we still came up with a really strong wide receiver there. So I'm uh, pretty happy with, with that move. And yeah, at that point, uh, tight end by committee, one of my favorite ways to do the tight ends. And uh, at this point now, I just I need another tight end uh, and we can grab one at any point, whether it's uh, I, I really like Irv Smith, David Njoku, Evan Ingram interests me. Just I know Ingram's got kind of a stink around him, but he's going to be highly involved as a pass catcher. Hayden Hurst, tight end for Joe Burrow. You got Gerald Everett, tight end for uh, our, our boy uh, Justin Herbert. And then Albert O could be a, a, an influence there in Denver. So I'm on the board here. I missed on Irv Smith, damn it. Uh, that would have been fun. Uh, I'm going to do something for the people here. I'm going to go ahead and get my – I know I got Jalen Hurts, but I just – I want I want to get Trevor Lawrence on the team. Uh, I, I, it's not necessary evil to get a QB2 in a, in a redraft league here, but I think – uh, there's some really positive uh, momentum for for not just Trevor Lawrence, but the entire Jacksonville Jaguars team. I think they're going to be much more competitive this year. They've all kind of already like any player that's in an interview has already kind of come out and trashed what like, what happened last year with Urban Meyer. Uh, so it was just a complete disaster last year. I think you're going to see Trevor Lawrence take a massive step forward this year. And uh, yeah, I, I, I poached. I, I blocked uh, Aiden Tobin there from his boy, Trevor Lawrence. Looks like he's still got an empty QB spot. So now now I have the trade leverage <laughs> uh, at this point here. So maybe maybe I'll end up trading you a little bit if this was a real league. Uh, but a lot of fun so far. And as we're at this point of the draft, I have two more bench spots to fill. I do think if you play with defense and kickers, it's not a bad idea. I think starting round 13, Again, like the last two bench spots on my team, like are these guys going to be game changers? Like, are they going to change my league? Probably not. I think if you play with defense and kickers, think about getting a top five defense in, in round 13. Uh, there's a lot of good ones. It looks like the Packers are, are, are going to be a much better defensive unit this year. The Bills, the Saints. I think uh, if you think about wins, you want you, a good defense usually is on a team that wins a lot of games and they, they keep the other team's points down. The other team usually has a good offense, things like that. So I think that's one of my favorite strategies is try and pick a team that you can see, you know, maybe being in the Super Bowl or someone that's going to go on a, on a big run or win their division, uh, things like that. And you talk about the Packers defense, like do the Bears offense scare us? I know, I know the Lions are going to be better this year, but the Vikings are going to be better. The Packers are going to win a lot of their division games uh, and they could be a really good defense this year. Uh, but as I, I guess there's going to be some auto picks coming up here. So I will, I would like to grab a defense, but there is one more player that I want to make sure I get on this team. Uh, and then uh, kicker, I always like to make kicker my, either my 15th or 16th pick. Uh, and then we'll, uh, 
uh, give them give <laughs> the massage man. And uh, I don't think it's a bad strategy to put the massage man, you know, at the end of your draft plan. Because uh, it sounds like he, at best case scenario, he's going to be suspended four to six games. Uh, even better scenario, he doesn't get suspended at all. So there, there is that outcome here. Uh, again, I was I was just talking up defenses here. I'm, I'll probably take one on the comeback round 14, but I got to get some guy. I got to get David Njoku, one of my favorite tight ends uh, in this. He's so cheap and, and they committed to him. Like David Njoku is the starting tight end. No more Austin Hooper. They paid him. They franchise tagged him. And if Deshaun, if Deshaun Watson comes in and plays the majority of the season, you're going to see a really good year for Njoku. And even when like Jacoby Brissett plays, Brissett, he's he's going to dink and dunk. He's going to he's going to hit those short targets. And I think Njoku, uh, we got Knox and Njoku. I like the weapons there that we have at the tight end position. And uh, let's check out what Aiden Tobin's got brewing here. Uh, he came back with Isaiah McKenzie, who. McKenzie's getting a lot of buzz in Buffalo Bills camp. He's actually the leading slot man uh, right now, beating Jamison Crowder, who I think Crowder's not even practicing. He's kind of hurt right now. So uh, getting the starting slot receiver in Buffalo could be really, really nice. Uh, there's Look at like we waited and we get, we're going to get a good defense. Cowboys, Colts, Commanders, Steelers. Uh, Dallas was one of the best defense. Like they were the number one defense last year. So I don't have a problem taking Dallas here. He got some nice matchups against Washington and the Giants. Um, so getting a, a, a top tier defense, I think, uh, is a priority for me. And if you guys like to stream, if you guys like to stream defenses, let's just look at the schedule. I want to see who the week one matchups potentially would be that we would want to uh, stream here. Uh, New, I guess New Orleans at Atlanta. Uh, New Orleans already went. They were one of the first, you know, defenses off the board. But man, to get uh, to get that matchup week one, that's a really good target if you want to stream defenses. Philadelphia at Detroit. Don't mind that. San Francisco at Chicago. That's a, San Francisco could be a really nice defense to start the year. Uh, what about Baltimore? Uh, Baltimore at New York Jets. That could be really nice. The Colts at the Houston Texans could be pretty nice. Um, I'm looking around here. Anybody else makes sense? Maybe. How about Den Monday night? Denver at Seattle. That's going to be. Uh, I don't know where Denver's defense is being drafted here. Are they lower on the totem pole here? The Broncos. Broncos are really low. I think if, if you wanted to wait for like one of your last picks, Denver Broncos at Seattle. Uh, and then who do, who would they play week two? Denver week two. Where are we? Denver. Denver at Houston. So there you go. Denver gets Seattle and Houston the first two weeks of the season. Uh, that If you guys want to wait and, and play kind of the streaming defense game, that could be really fruitful. Seattle, Houston to start the year. And then after that, you can reevaluate and, and find some more defenses. But I, I kind of like that move quite a bit. Let me go ahead and look. This is going to be my final flex player here. Uh, Devontae Parker has been making a lot of noise over there in New England camp. He could be a home run hit here. As far as running backs go, I don't really see anyone that sticks out. I do like me some Kenneth Gainwell, though. He's been one of my high priority guys. Uh, wide receiver again. I think it would be Dev Devontae Parker would be the pick. Maybe Rondell Moore could be thrust into more uh, opportunities. Uh, but I'm going to go ahead and, uh, yeah, let's go ahead and get Rondell Moore. He's a, he's a fun player. And uh, the coaching staff there has been talking him up a lot because Christian Kirk's gone. There's a lot of opportunity for snaps. They have Marquise Brown. But after that, I think Rondell Moore is kind of the clear wide receiver, too, at least to start the year while DeAndre Hopkins is away. So uh, putting Rondell Moore at the back of my lineup, I, I think that could be kind of fun. And then we'll walk off here with a kicker pick. Uh, I'm going to review Matt Bame's team here. Uh, in a sec, uh, I'll make my pick and then we'll kind of click through and review everybody's team. 
but this was fun. Thank you guys for hanging out. We had a good crowd in here tonight. I appreciate all the comments. Uh, hopefully you liked the video, learned something, or got some new ideas. That Denver defense, that, that was a good find there. Uh, as far as kickers go, yikes. Uh, I, I don't know who I want to be my kicker. Um, is the Denver kicker gone? The Denver kicker go? Yeah, it looks like he's been gone for a while. Uh, but either way, it's kicker. I'll, I'll take Tampa Bay's kicker. They're, we know they're going to score and move the ball, so I'll, I'll land on Tampa Bay's kicker, and we'll call it a day. Um, so let's go ahead and review the teams that we are watching here. Matt Bame starts uh, starts off with Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon, Antonio Gibson, C.D. Lamb, Mike Williams, George Kittle, Terry McLaurin. Top to bottom, that's a really solid roster. I think the weak spot is Gibson, and I think the mistake here for Matt Bame's team is pairing Gibson with McLaurin. I don't know if I like that because I don't really know – uh, if, if both guys can hit in a single game, that's going to be up and down. I think that probably be my one error here. Uh, and as far as the running back depth there, you're going to be basically pulling up Carter, McKissick. So you get, you, he handcuffed McKissick, which is nice, but I just worry about the Gibson and McLaurin pairing. Uh, but I do like a lot of the bench depth. DJ Chark, Tua, McKissick, Kmet, Landry. This is a really strong bench here. And I, again, one of my favorite things to look at after a draft is how strong is your bench? Because when shit hits the fan, and it's week two, and you're like, God damn it, I missed on, on a handful of picks here. Your, your bench is going to pay dividends at the end uh, of the week here. So Justin, he drafted from the 10th spot. He gets Kirk Cousins, which is one of my favorite quarterbacks, a dark horse for a top 10 QB finish. Derrick Henry, DeAndre Swift, Deontay Johnson, Cooper, Andrews. And then this is the, the kicker. If, if Godwin can play right away, you got something here. If not, you got to rely on your bench, and you got Pollard, Rashad Penny, those guys will be the call-up. James Cook, good little bullet in the back pocket. Marvin Jones, Madison, uh, you got Jamal Williams. And Julio Jones, the Julio Jones sighting there to uh, to end the draft. That was a good snag there, Justin. I'll review my team last. David Sasaho, uh, it starts with uh, Russell Wilson, CMC, Nick Chubb, Sutton, Mooney, Kelsey. So we like that top a lot. And then we kind of decided that he's, he's going to be – he's going to be basically letting a, a tryout for his flex spot, whether that's London, Lockett, Elijah Moore, Christian Watson. And then he, he this is one of my favorite strategies too. He got a lot of really good uh, running backs at the end of the draft. Damien Pierce, patience pays off. You could have a starter by midseason, maybe even earlier. Uh, you got Jamison Williams. So again, patience with that. You could have a nice wide receiver coming back at the end of October, November. Daryl Williams, we talked about him. Uh, I've been talking about him a lot lately. He's one of my favorite running back stashes. I do think there's room for two running backs in Arizona. So Williams could be a really nice play. And then Kenneth Gainwell. Like David did a really good job with these these last two picks, Daryl Williams and Kenneth Gainwell. I love those. And then, yeah, we just have the competition at the flex, but uh, so far so good. And then Aiden Tobin ends up with the massage man, Deshaun Watson, for his QB. He's got uh, Javante and Saquon to lock down at the running back spot. Cooper Cup, Allen Robinson, double dipping on the Rams, Darren Waller, and Juju. Juju's moving up the boards a lot. He is Pat Mahomes' number one wide receiver, so he should be. Uh, and then the receiver depth here. Damn. Christian Kirk, Traylon Burks, Brandon Ayuk, Sky Moore, Isaiah McKenzie, and then some sleepers here. Uh, Tyler Algier. A little bit light on the running back, but I think you can, you can figure out your way. Uh, and then Isaiah McKenzie, Zach Wilson. So I like that. And then uh, to review my team, started off at the top here with Jalen Hurts. Top five quarterback every week. Uh, my running backs, I know they're a little bit light, but Brees Hall, A.J. Dillon, I feel good. Those guys will get me 25, 30 points combined uh, each week. And then uh, the meat of our teams at the receiver position, Devontae, Mike Evans, and A.J. Brown as our number three receiver. We waited on tight end and got Dawson Knox in there. And then bench, I think I built my bench with some really fun high upside players. 
uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, Chris Olave, Russell Gage, Naheem Hines, Trevor Lawrence, David Njoku, and Rondale Moore. So that, that's a sexy bench. I, I feel really strongly about that, and I do like uh, my, my starters as well. So that's going to do it for tonight's video. Thank you so much. This was fun. We had a lot of people in here, some good viewership. Hopefully uh, you guys learned something. Check it uh, next Thursday night. We'll go live again. I'll be drafting from the 10 spot. So if you want to join uh, 7 o'clock Central Time, I'll post the link. You guys can join us on the ESPN chat. Uh, so we'll see you guys there. Thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of your night, and uh, we'll see you guys later. Peace. Mm -hmm.